Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And it takes a knee and the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots. 17-14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on The Fan, hitting you with the crown topic of the day. We started the show and have continued the show talking about Julius Randle. Knicks get a win last night over the Nets, but really that's not the story. The story is what could this team do moving forward, and can Julius Randle be the second best player on a championship team? I think he can be. I know he's got to prove it, BT. He's got to go out there and do something we have not seen him do, and that is dominate in the postseason the way that he has in the regular season. There are circumstances behind it. The first time in the postseason, he was the guy, not the number two guy. You know, last year you could talk about the injury. It wasn't 100% healthy. Now with the way the Knicks are structured, with Brunson being the superstar on the team, with the other pieces in place, specifically after the Ananobi trade, I think Randall can be a championship player or a, a second-best player on a championship team. I wish you were right. I don't think you'll be. Um, and it sucks that I have to say that because I love this team. I love watching them. I really do. They, they've given us a lot of joy last Certainly this year. Last year was was fun. I mean, for us older Nick fans, I mean, man. Well, young fans, you you have nothing good, so maybe even worse for you. But since we had some good stuff, and I didn't see the championship, but since we had good stuff with the last championship, I didn't see either one. But since we had good stuff with Ewing, like at least like we had it, and then it was gone for so long, that's probably worse because we craved it, and we knew what the garden used to sound like, and it's starting to sound like that again, and that's awesome. And while I hate and I really try not to do this too often, Sal. I don't like to put limitations on on inherently gifted people, really on anybody, mm-hmm. but certainly inherently gifted Uber athletes or musicians, other performers. Like, you're, you're special. You're, you were born probably a little special. You worked at it. And who the hell am I to say you can't do something? I think that that's ridiculous, right? But I also think it is unwise to ignore the evidence he has provided us so far. And the evidence that he's provided us so far as a basketball player is that 1 through 82, he's a beast. And then when it matters, he melts. And he melts in such fantastic fashion. It's not subtle. It's it's an egregious drop in play. And I'll be rooting for him 
But I don't trust it. I yeah. don't. I, I Look, he's been, man, he's been such a warrior for this team. He's embraced this town. He's worked his rear end off. He was the one that picked the Knicks up off the mat. He brought them to be the four seed that gave us hope out of nowhere. Remember, that team wasn't supposed to be any good that year. People talk about probably 30 wins. They make the postseason as a four seed, um, you know, and obviously the pandemic year, so it was kind of, uh, you know, a, a messed up year. But still, he did it. Now, he failed miserably in the postseason, but he's been an all-star two out of the last three seasons. We'll see what happens this year. He should be three out of the last four seasons. That is saying something right there. The Knicks have progressively gotten better. They moved him instead of being the best player. They've made him now the second best player. And for me, with Brunson being the one, Randall being the two, and the other additions that they made. Now, they need to clean it up a little bit, bring more of a veteran presence on the bench, specifically backup point guard. And I also like an upgrade uh, at the two-guard position. But if they make those little moves, I think the Knicks could be championship contenders. And I do believe that Randall could be the second-best player on a championship It would be team. sick. It would be so amazing. He's got to do it. I admit, BT, he's got to yep. go out there and show it. Mm-hmm. But I think he will. The city would be on fire. Uh, I wish I shared your enthusiasm. I, I'm certainly hopeful. I, I I don't feel it. But I said something at last hour about how, how Jalen Brunson has been a culture elevator, which is true. He's elevated the culture. Julius, now I want to defend Julius. Julius Randle changed the culture. He changed it. Like, he was the first guy who really since – I know that Carmelo did this too, no, but he, I just he, I didn't feel Carmelo. To a lesser level, I did. felt the more with Amari. Like, when Amari – I remember right. the day that Amari signed, he, he said the Knicks are yeah, back. Yeah, I remember. Exactly, the Knicks are back. And his first year was amazing. Then he got hurt. Then he punched the glass against Miami in the series. And then it was downhill. He was shot. His, his knee was just yeah, never but, the same. But he really he wanted to be here. His Knicks team was pre-Mello trade. And that team was the most fun Knicks team to watch. Ray Felton. Probably see. Yeah, well, Gallinari, Wilson Chandler. Oh, yeah. I remember watching Love them Gallo. thinking Stoudemire's right. The Knicks are back. Now, they weren't obviously a stud team, but they were fun to watch play basketball. Yes. And they were building towards something. It was the best team that I remember seeing. You remember the year? Was that 2010 or 11? When did they Let's get see, Stoudemire? The 2014 Yeah, wasn't that the offseason they no, got burned they by got, LeBron? No, wait, I'll tell you. They got Stoudemire in 2010, Right, I that's what I'm saying. Say. So that was the one. They got burned by LeBron or whatever. And, and uh, I had him on my show, too. Who? On my old show. I had him on my old show. And it was a quote that went everywhere. I, I guess you could still find it on Google. He flat out says, like, yo, I'm absolutely better than Bosch. Because like, he said something because oh, yeah. they were both free agents. Right. It was Bosch, LeBron, Wade. Joe Johnson. Yeah, Joe Johnson. Yeah. Right. Good call. Joe Johnson. Because I remember the call. Knicks were trying to get two out of the three. Yes. yes. And they ended up with Stoudemire. Yeah. But I do remember watching those teams, liking those teams. Then the trade for Melo, which blew up those teams and made it about Melo. And it never really clicked. Anyway, the, the comp with Randall and Stoudemire, I think, is a good one. And then... Brunson came in, but instead of what Melo did, yeah. they're now combining they the two. Are. They're a great, they're a great, um, they're a great force. Well, you're saying stat changed the culture like Randall he, he, did when no, he first he did. got. He absolutely changed. He wanted to be, and I, listen, I know Carmelo wanted to be a Nick as well, and I don't want to get into this Carmelo rabbit hole, yeah. but I feel like you know Carmelo, and this is probably my greatest knock outside of not always being in shape and you know kind of stifling the insanity stuff and being a bit of a chuck or whatever. So I guess there's a couple things on the list, but. I always felt like Carmelo wanted the adulation, needed the adulation, and he was a hell of a scorer. I'm not trying to bury the lead. Amazing all-time NBA score. But Carmelo, to me, was so in love and craved the needed the adulation. That's why he's always at the garden so he could stand oh, up God, and wave like he's a champion. Come on. He's doing these podcasts afterward. I mean, come on. This dude. and R.J. Barrett, yeah. whatever. And I'm not trying to diss Carmelo, but I feel like Randall, 
is more of a hard hat guy. Hey, I'm putting in the work at, like like Amari, and I love being a Nick, and you see it in my performance every night. So I, I respect Randall more than I do Carmelo's tenure, right. but he's got to punch through. Otherwise, it doesn't mean anything. He's got to do it in the postseason. I understand he's got to prove himself. I believe he can. You don't think that he will. That's the difference. Milton is calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Milton? What's going on, guys? Like always, great show. Um, let me just start off by saying, BT, you're, you're, you're right on you're right on top of this. First of all, as a Knicks fan, finally I'm happy. I'm able to watch games. I'm looking forward to it. All those lean years. Thank you, Knicks. Thank you, new ownership. Whatever, not new owner. But the fact of the matter is this team is now in contention. But it's like Ewing and Starks. You knew we needed a third guy. We never got that third guy. It's kind of like that. So right now, Brunson to me is like the Ewing, and this guy is like the Starks. If we could just add a third player. He's better than Starks. Anyway, He's better than Starks. Were, if they were ever, yeah, he is. And okay. listen, Randall's a, gotcha. Randall's a beast. Yep. It's kind of like you guys are both right, and it's almost like it's like a hair. There's something in between. Well, he's got to do fight. it. He's got to do it. See, the he's reason is. He's not going to do it because you know what happens? When you give him the ball at the end of the game, I want to throw up. It makes me sick watching this guy get the ball. Just give it to Brunson and stay on the side because once he gets it, he's either going to bobble it. Wait, but that's, away, that's not. Or, but Milton, that's but not that's the question. Hold, hold, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Yeah. Brunson is their best player. Randall okay. will continue to be their second best player. It does not mean that Brunson, if he's double teamed, has to give the ball to Julius Randall. They have well, other listen, players. We're talking no, about don't. this Knicks team with the moves that they could make. Nobody okay. coming in is going to be better than Randall. Can they okay. win a championship with Julius Randall being their second best player? That's the question. I believe okay. they can. BT says no. But you're talking about a specific instance here. Talk about okay. in general. Okay, this is how it can happen. This is where you could be right. This is where I could. That's why I say both you could be right. If they pick up a sharpshooter, keyword sharp, not a guy who's good. If they get a guy from the guy, the the Bronovich guys, the one from Detroit, the guy on Atlanta, you get me a shooter mm-hmm. that when Randall is in a panic mode, yes. Brunson's on his side. He could kick yeah. it to a guy like a, a Chris Mullen. If the Knicks had Chris Mullen with socks, they would have won, right? Uh-huh. Now, if you kick it out, if you kick it out to the Mullen, then that's gonna help Randall. Will be the number two and still get away with it until they get a shot. Yeah, but the problem is Chris Mullen would be the second best player, Milton. And thank you for the call. And we appreciate your support. You're, you're talking about Hall of Fame players, so like th- that's the whole argument. If you think you need that in place of Julius Randle, then the Knicks are in trouble here because they're not going to get that. Certainly not right now. They Randle's got to be their second best player. Murray from Atlanta. DeJounte Murray, if he came here, he's not their second-best player. Now, maybe I guess one day he could be, mm-hmm. but right now he would not be. Randall would still be their best player, but that's exactly the type of player they need to complement what they already have with Brunson, Randall, and Anunoby. Okay, you said something before that is interesting. I wanted to circle back to this. So you say, well, you know, if if Brunson's the first option to take the most meaningful shot, which we all, I mean, again, dictated mm-hmm. by matchups, I got you. Right. I just, uh, yeah, but for the most part, it's going to be Brunson, and we all want that. You said that they don't... When they double him and they force him to give the ball up, that he's gonna, he doesn't have to give it to Randall. Right. Okay, I agree. But then I would then say, how many championship teams get, become champions by bypassing their second best player? No, you're not bypassing him because you guys keep bringing up one specific possession down the stretch. Do I trust him to turn the ball over or not? I'm talking about getting through postseason rounds. But that's how you get through postseason rounds, by executing in those moments. Yeah, well, he's going to... And Randall to... fumbles the ball not all the time. Not every single time. Not every time he he's does. Hit, of course the, not. So, so that's what I mean. So Randall, But more than the other stars. Well, in the postseason, though, Randall hasn't had his moments. 
where in the regular season he's had his games where he's taken over, he's had his moments, they've won a lot, he's been an all-star. In the postseason, we've yet to see that come to fruition. Or we've yet to see that come to fruition. That's what we need to see. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be a game two of the series, just like last year, game one against the Heat, as I referenced, where Brunson goes 0 for 7. Mm-hmm. That happens, it's going to be a problem. Now, Brunson going 0 for 7 from downtown needs Randall there to pick him up. I'm not talking about a specific final possession. Gotcha. I'm talking about overall. That's what I'm talking about. Understood. When I say- understood. I'll delineate between the two moving forward. I got you. I appreciate the explanation. I sincerely do. I, I didn't know that that's what you meant. I got you. Now, Again, forget about the Hawks series a couple of years ago. That's done. Right. We're going to bury that. I said this in the first the first segment. So last year in the Cavaliers series, which the Knicks won, just listen to these numbers. Three for 15. Eight, I know he's jacked up. Get it. Still awful. Willis Reed hopped out on one foot and hit the first two jump shots. I mean, Patrick Ewing played on a bum knee every single night. Uh, Bernard King had three broken digits against the Pistons, averaged 43 and a half points per game. If you're out there, play. Play well. Three for 15, Kurt Schilling, bloody sock, basically mm-hmm. shut the Yankees down. I want to hear about that. Three out of 15, eight for 20, seven for 20, three for 10, and he had a five and a six turnover game. That's against the Cavs. They somehow won, all right? Because we just owned them inside. Those kids were too young. That's how they won. The Heat series, three for 14, four for 15, and he had a six, a four, and a four turnover game. I mean, I understand that. That you, wasn't the whole. No, 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 no. Those were two of the. The other. There was like one or two decent games. But, yeah. Okay. Well, but, but it wasn't a seven game series. Well, no, but I am curious. Well, I won six games. I am curious to see the whole thing. I think he had a good game in, in game two, in which they won. Um, I'm trying we to shoot see, like yeah. eight for 16 one game. He was right around 50%. Let me see what he did in game five. Three for 14 and four for 15 were definitely two of the six games. That's 33%. He was atrocious. Uh, da, da, da. He had uh, game five. Uh, see. Randall, 7 for 13, 4 of 7 from downtown, Great game. 24 points okay. in game 5. How many turnovers? Uh, let's see where we're at here. Hold on, give me a second. And how turnovers. many points did they win that game by? T-O-V, he had 4 turnovers. And they won by how many? Uh, They won that game 112-103. Got it. And then game 2, yep. their other win, Randall was... 8 of 18. All right, below 50%. How many turnovers? 25 points. 3 of 9 from downtown. 33%. 3 turnovers. All right, 3 is fine. I can live with 3. But point is, he also had uh, 12 rebounds, 8 assists. You know, And in the two games that they won, not a coincidence, Randall played well. Well, of course, nobody's sitting here saying he's a well, scrub. We recognize this guy's an all-star. No, but no. if those aren't you know more consistent, then they're just not going to achieve what some of us or you certainly think they can and what all of us hope they can. And in Game Six, did you give the numbers for Game Six? Uh, I did. I just gave you totality. Game Six, I don't have them off the top of my head. Uh, I'm off the, the game log what screen. What was it here? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, he was awful. One of seven from downtown. Uh, three of fourteen. Uh, Fifteen points. How many overall. turnovers? Uh, three turnovers. Yeah, I mean, and still not off. I mean, so that's like, a game to get close. What was the final score? 96-92. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. He's you lose by four points. He shot what? Three for what? Fifteen? Three for thirteen. Three for fourteen. Three for fourteen. Three for fourteen. I mean, yeah. one you for lose seven by two possession. I, come on. Yeah. If he's, if he's a little bit, saying. if he's a little bit better in that game, they win. They win. Bring it back to Game Seven for the <sighs> at the Garden, and they probably win that. If Julius Randle plays the way that he's played in the regular season since he's been a Nick, yep. certainly the last three or four years, if he plays that way against Miami in the postseason last year, they win that series. And that's what I'm projecting is going to happen this year. And not only that, 
They're better than they were last yeah, year. Yeah, no, I, I agree better. with that. They are better. Bronson's better. Ananobi makes them a, a much better fit. They're going to add something. Dante DiVincenzo's good. They're going to add something here, yeah. and I think he's going to be better. They can be a team that gets to the finals with Randall as their second-best player. They're better, but they're not good enough to work around unstable play from Randall. Dante is calling from East Brunswick. Dante? Hey, fellas. How you doing? What's up, Dante? Hey, Dante. How are you? Listen, I, I, I think that not only is he good enough to be on uh, number two on a championship team, I think I think we're going to do it. I honestly think he's going to take the step. And like you just read off some of those numbers, if he played like himself in that Heat series, we, I think we win that series pretty easily. And you look around the league, you got certain guys that they have to get over that hump. Even Jokic last year, he was known as like a playoff choker up until he's not, until he, he gets it done. And I think that the team around him is better. And I think he mentally he's better than he's ever been if you if – you, you know, if you watch him and listen to some of the stuff he's been talking about, as far as him as a teammate, mentally, I think he's just in a way better headspace. And, you know, granted, we got to stay healthy, stuff like that, because I think the injuries kind of killed him last year going in. But I think he can honestly do it. I really, I really do. Listen, I hope that you're right, and it's going to be it's going to be very revealing one way or the other as we watch. I just want to fan. It's a little chilly. It's not that chilly now compared to what it was last week or this past weekend. But it's still January, right? Fast forward a couple of months, I don't know, Yankees at 39 and 15, and Soto and Judge are, you know, top two, top three MVP early field. Pete's cranked out 14 bombs already. This bad Mets pitching staff is overachieving. Mets are a couple of games behind the Braves. Yet the Rangers doing their thing, and all of a sudden, we're sitting here. And we are sitting here as a show and as a station, Sal. And it's June. You know, 82 degrees, 83 degrees. Knicks playing the Bucks. Knicks playing the Celtics. Knicks playing the Heat. And Randall has made me look like a fool. You love that. And yes, and he is balling. And he, the numbers are there. The efficiency is there. And the Knicks take us on this magical ride. It's not implausible. It's not impossible. It's just not as likely. As I wish that it was. Well, we haven't seen it yet, and I think that that's the point, that we have not seen Randall do it consistently yet in the postseason. If he does, they are going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals, minimum. And I, I really do think they could be a team that could get to the Finals. This place would be a zoo. Yeah. Because you know, you know, obviously you know me and Sal, and... Well, the town in general, I mean, come on. We, it's where, yeah. we, where we all unify. But that's what I think about yeah. the state. Big Zoo is a crazy Knicks fan. Um... Well, I think it's not that many more now that I think about well, it. Well, Boomer and Gio root for the Nets. Well, no, I know they do. But Evan's a Nets guy. Keith's a Nets guy. Tiki's a guy. Whichever tickets are coming. Is he, <laughs> is, did you that. root for the Knicks or yeah, no? Tiki? Me okay. and Tiki used to have this talk all the time. He's like, oh, I wasn't a Knicks fan when I moved here because the Knicks weren't that good. So I say, yeah, then you were a front runner. <laughs> He's like, I used to go to the Nets games. I'm like, listen, dude, I get it. Your you practice facility was right next to the uh, IZOD Center, and the Nets were a whole lot better. I get it, and I don't begrudge you for going. But the reason that you're a Nets fan back then is because you're a front, you're a front runner, so he owns it. So I guess there's not that many Knicks fans. I, I don't think Hoff is a massive Knicks fan. I mean, he might like the Sharks more than he likes the Knicks. No, but in, in general, though, the feel of this town, it will be something special. I'm always envious of the guys who did this before us, who had the Knicks being like good. Like Mike and Chris? No, of course. Flying yeah. to Indianapolis, well, these anybody. games. Yeah, think about Summers or Joe B. Yep. You're talking about Knicks games that meant something. Oh, Mike and Chris, of course, to another level, going to all those different games. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. Also, we got to mention the Baseball Hall of Fame stuff. I want to get into that. We also have Black Crows tickets to give away coming up in just a few minutes. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Brandon Tierney, Salakana back on the fan. Call right now. Be caller number 13 at 866-540-WFAN. That's 866-540-9326 for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see the Black Crows at Radio City Music Hall on Saturday, April 27th. This is from our friends at Live Nation. Tickets go on sale this Friday, 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com. Listen again tomorrow at the same time for another chance to win. Also tomorrow, roughly around the same time, right around 1 o'clock, we will have Andrew Dice Clay in studio. For me, BT, that's a bucket list oh thing. In studio interview with the Dice Man. The Dice Man will come in to visit the show tomorrow. Can't mm. wait for that. Yep. That's at 1 o'clock. We got uh, World Series game time without Boomer Sizen at uh, 11.40 tomorrow. So we'll have a jam-packed show tomorrow. Did you Now, I know Evan invited you, before we get back to the next calls here on Julius Randle, and we will get into the Baseball Hall of Fame at some point, I promise, before we say goodbye did you – Evan invited you to the Nets game last night. You said no, right? He did. I I would have, but I just – I had too many th- – I had just yeah. a lot of stuff with the kids. Yeah, I would have, but – No, I would have loved to have gone. I'd, I'd, I'd love to hang out with Evan. Barclays? Yeah. Come on. It's the Knicks. If the Knicks weren't there, I wouldn't be going yeah, to Barclays. I, but still, it's a pain in the neck to get there. I appreciated the offer. It was very nice and very Agreed. genuine. It would have been a good night out with the boys. Okay. Now, and he invited both of us, which I was like, that's odd, because what if BT says yes, and then I'm like, well, I wanted to go. And yeah, he well, said he would have made well, it work. He invited but, me first, but yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, he deferred, and it's a good thing because I wasn't going anyway. But then he's like, you didn't give me an answer. I was like, you didn't even ask me. You invited me or not. <laughs> okay. And so he went, I guess, with Mirage. Uh, no, no, Keith went. Uh, Tiki definitely went. I saw Mirage Keith with him. Mirage did not him. go? Did Sean go? No, I, 
I didn't see Sean Lugie? in the picture. I don't think oh, so. Okay, so it was Loogie. Loogie was there. Keith went. Keith was definitely there. Oh, which is Tiki. even sweeter because you have another net fan. Oh, Keith yeah. There. They had to take the L. And then Tiki went. Okay, so yeah. here, here's the issue. That's great, and I love the bonding. Which, by the way, I invited Evan to the owner's suite at the Islanders game. Yeah. And yet he didn't do it. He didn't want to come with us well, when we got to take shots at him. He I'm just, him. I'm what just saying, like, here? he's giving us crap. We're like, oh, you don't want to come to the game? Bro, he, he didn't give us crap. He said, I understand. No, he was giving me crap. Oh, well, maybe you guys have a different relationship. Anyway, yeah. And then last time I went to a Nets, Nick game with Evan. He punched me in the arm when Clifford Robinson uh, Clifford Robinson scored the game winner at the Garden. Wait, Cliff, he, Cliff, the, the, Cliff Robinson, small yeah, former passed Blazer. Away. Yes, yeah. Great guy, Cliff. We used to call him Uncle Spliffy. Yeah, Uncle Spliffy? Yeah, because he played for the Pistons when I worked out there. Uncle Spliffy. How did he get in. that nickname? The club smelled a little different. Yeah, 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 Rest in sure. peace. Great guy. Cliffy um, was cool. And he had a game winner one time at the Garden for the Nets and Evan in his excitement <laughs> punched me in the arm. Yeah, I'm sure like, it didn't hurt. Just no, it didn't, but it was more of an annoyance. Anyway, <laughs> So I didn't really – I couldn't go to the game. My wife would kill me. I can't be out of the I house again it. on a Wednesday night, whatever, or Tuesday night. Wait till you find out what you do this and weekend. And then yeah, – <laughs> no, no, she knows. Well, that's, especially that's, why, yeah. that's especially why I couldn't do it. Exactly. I'm going to be out Saturday and Sunday. See ya. Oh, God. Not my problem. Uh, anyway, so Evan, I find out yesterday during the day on Twitter, he's going to this game with the guys, night out. Yeah. He stops at Subway on his way to work and gets a tuna sandwich – to bring to the game. On his way to work or on his way to the game? No, on his way to the game, I believe. I believe he had it sitting here in the fridges that probably don't even work around here. What? A t- dude, a t- first, of all, fish? first of all, any sandwich, like, you're going out with the guys. I mean, come on. Go buy something at the stadium. That is pathetic. All right, so, but I... I I mean, listen, we all know Evan's Evan's different. Evan's yeah, Evan. I love Evan's quirky. Still. All right, okay, so let me unpack this, though. If Evan... So their show, show starts at 2. He's usually here around, what, 11, maybe? Yeah, or 11.30. Maybe. Uh, 11.30. 12, if he picked up that sandwich at 10.45 in the morning and stashed it, and then, you know, from the stinky refrigerator here, which is gross, to Barclays, that's, that's just... But ugh. isn't the whole point of it, like... BT, if I'm like, yo, we're going out, let's go to the game. No, and you're you like, all right, you gonna... come in with a bagged lunch. <laughs> no, you know how we're going to do it. For... No, 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 you know how we're going to do it. You're like adults. We're going to do it right. You're not going to bag our lunch like we're going to work on the construction site in 1950. No, we're not going to do that. Um, I'm not opposed to a bagged lunch, but going either. out to a game? No, no, that's, that's, that's embarrassing. You're going to the game. Okay, but here's what should have happened. Even by yourself, it's bad, but you're going with others. Now, I don't, I don't want to take a shot at my boy here, but here's what should have happened. Tiki should have set this up. I told Tiki, I was like, how do you let him get away with this? He's Tiki's like, I don't the care. guy with the contacts. Tiki's the guy with the, you know, the NFL money. Well, guy Evan, he earned it. God Evan, bless him. Evan had the tickets. I understand. And, and the tickets were paid for. All right. So don't you think the owner, it's not on Keith, who's on the come up, you know, and hustling, doing right. a good job. It's not on Loogie, who's on the come up and hustling. It's, it's on Tiki. You say, yo, this is what we're eating, man. We want to go to sushi before. You want to get a couple, couple of the IPAs. You want to go get a steak. No. I, what do you mean, is, no? It is still both on, well, maybe both of them, but Evan's the one who's got the tickets. He invited them. He should say, all right, first round's on. You don't have to no. cater the whole night. No way. First round's on me. No. You want some food? No way. Why? Now, Now, listen, if... It might be the gentlemanly thing to do, but that is overextending. Whoever provides the tickets, it, it's a given. Like, dude, you're not paying for a beer okay. the whole night, All right, man. All right, well, then find them. But you still, you just keep your card in your pocket. You brought uh, us in. We got you the whole night. Fair enough, but then you don't show up with a Subway sandwich. <laughs> I, that I, I, what do you want me to tell you? What he, do you think sunk worse, the tuna or the nets? Uh, yeah! <laughs> suck it, Evan! Yeah, and then Mirage, not Mirage, yeah, Lugie's got him, like, the, you know, the, the walk of shame trudging out of the arena. Like, it's just, I mean... 
I, how is Marash a Nets fan? Because as a Knicks fan, odd. I don't understand how he's a Nets fan. I get Keith, the Jersey kid, Jersey pride. Evan was always with the Nets back in the day. I, I respect the transfer. Right. I get that. He's a great fan. How the hell is Sean Morash a Nets fan? Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand it. it. It doesn't make any sense. Weird. I actually never asked him. But either way, uh, you can't bring a sandwich no, to No, especially a that game. one. At least a little roast beef if you're going to do a little <laughs> provolone. Not tuna fish. All right, BT is all the fan. Vince is calling from Trumbull, Connecticut. What's up, Vince? Gentlemen, uh, pleasure today. Thank you for taking my call. Thanks for making it. What's up, Vince? Hey, buddy. Listen, uh, Julius Randle tries really hard. He's a very good player, but he's limited. And during the regular season, defenses are different. As you know, in the playoffs, teams defend. They defend differently, and he becomes a contested jump shooter. So until the Knicks get another option, uh, Julius Randle's going to have trouble scoring in the playoffs when the defenses change. And that's unfortunate because he's a good player and he tries really hard. He I does. Him, you know, once in a while he doesn't get back on defense, Vince, and that drives me nuts. But And thanks for the call. He's generally an all-in kind of guy. There are some you – know, you watch him enough, you know what I'm saying. But generally he's all-in. Now, here's the thing. Vince just said that he's limited, okay? And, and i got to push back aggressively on this. Is he limited in length? No. Is he limited in strength? No, he's an absolute beast. Is he limited in athleticism? No. He rises up and jams over people all the time, and he runs. He's fast. He's an athlete. Is he limited in range? No. He takes seven, eight threes a game. He's, he's a little bit down this year, but he he's a good shooter. He, he's got range, got touch, got depth perception. Where the limitation comes in is at the least desirable time. The ability to process quickly and react slowly. Meaning, the I see this coming, the, and I'm not going to rush what I'm going to do based on what I see coming. For the greats, the game slows down in the higher pressurized it spots. Does. That's what they say, slow heartbeat. Postseason, end of game situation, the game's got to slow down for you. Mm-hmm. And for him, it does feel frantic. I wonder, though, and maybe we could do this on the other side as well, and we'll continue with your calls. I wonder how much of it is... You know, people saying they can't win with Randall as their second best player because of the position he plays and his style of play, as opposed to his limitations. Hmm. Like, if he were a two guard that could light it up, would that, you know, and I know it's a guard driven league right now. You know, he's not a two guard. He's he's not just a natural Dribbler. shooter or scorer or Dribbler. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. that too. I and mean, he, listen, he, he's a big man. He probably grew up playing a lot more power forward. Think about I, mean. I mean, is he playing two guard? Is he playing small right. forward AAU? He's probably mostly in the paint. You know, or in, within the paint region. Eh, I mean, like everybody loves Donovan complex. Mitchell. It's yeah. a different style of player, and that style of player makes people feel like it's better, or is it? And that's what I'm saying. Randall's an all star. We, we can is get it, to that. Is I it like just it. because of the position he yeah. plays? All right, BT and Sal on the fan. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. When this- Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Happened. You talked about it on the fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up their first playoff appearance since 1991 on a 21 to 16 victory 
over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the Fan. We'll have call of the day coming up in a little bit. We'll get into the baseball stuff as well with the Hall of Fame. We're talking Knicks, Julius Randle. And how good they could be with Randall being the second best player. Eric is calling from Tuckahoe. What's up, Eric? Hey, guys. Um, I just wonder if you could name a team that won the NBA championship in the last 20 years that didn't have a player better than Jalen Brunson. The Pistons. Uh, and then you have to name Spot, the fact that they had five players that all did their role perfectly. So, yeah, there's one. The Pistons. Okay. Well, you so, said, you said name one. So. <laughs> yeah, you did. And with that one, yeah. they had to be perfect to win their championship. My point being is, your argument isn't that, that Randall's the two. Your argument is that Brunson's not a championship one. So okay. you're saying Brunson's not good enough to be the number one player, the best player on a championship team? Unless they put five great guys around him, four great guys with him. No, no, it's yeah. a very simple question. There's no unless or whatever. <laughs> Can Jalen Brunson be the best player on a championship team, yes or no? No. Okay. It's a state, though. It's an easy no. Why not, though? Hold on. Now, now Eric, you why might not? be right. Okay, why? why? Because you had to go all the way back to Detroit to come up with a guy, who did, a team that didn't have somebody uh, better than Jalen Brunson. Yeah. That's a long time ago. Okay, so let me ask you this, though. It, it was a long time. It was 2004. I could have wanted to get him. If, if I guess, oh, God, you, you you want yeah. I, I think that. Thanks for the call, bud. What if I'm wrong about Randall? And if you missed, I really like him, but I just you know I, I worry about these these last minute uh, you know pressurized situations. He changes into a different player, therefore I don't I don't think he's going to be able to do it as a number two and help mix with a championship. But if I'm wrong. And Eric is right that Brunson's not quite the one that is most conventionally needed to win a championship. But what if the what if the number two is higher than some other twos? Can that offset maybe Brunson being the eleventh best player in the NBA well, rather than the top two three? Well, the argument is name a team that's won a championship without the the all world Hall of Fame superstar player. Yep. But but then think about like. Not every team is going to have that. Jokic, well, Jokic wasn't that until he won a championship. Like, no, that's not true. He had he had MVPs. He yeah, was that guy. Yeah, he no, he was, was that guy. He was, a great, he was a great player, but he never won until he actually did. Like Steph Curry, when he first came on the scene, I remember I was one of the first people to say this. At the time, LeBron James was the best player. Oh, and, yeah. And the first year, Curry was going nuts. If you watched him, and I remember saying this on a show that used to be on SNY, Loudmouths. I was like, Steph Curry's the best player in the league right now. Now, he wasn't. At that time, it was like, well, no, Steph Curry's not the best player in the league. Oh, it can't be LeBron. And guess what happened? He turned into the best player in the league, and he yep. was as dominant as a player as the sport has ever seen. Brunson still has room to grow, and he could take this team through the postseason and prove himself as a superstar player. But, like, so now if you're not Kevin Durant, and by the way, Durant, who's one of the all-time greats, he never even won it on his own. He never won it on his own. He had to go latch on to Steph Curry. He wasn't good enough to do it in Oklahoma City. So then what's like what are we talking about here? If you don't have LeBron James or Kobe Bryant or Giannis 
And, and by the way, even Giannis, not like he's winning it all the time. But he's he's got it. He's got the awards. He's already stamped at all-time great. Generally, you have an all-time great. You do. I mean, outside of, I would say for so every— So then why bother showing up? Well, the goal is to construct a team where you do get that all-time great. Now, there are guys who we weren't necessarily sure Go about. Go back the last 30 years then. Forget about the last 20. Okay, take me on the ride. What do we got? 1991. We'll start there. Go ahead. Or you want to start to 1990? Wherever you want. Let's start in 1990. I mean, I'm not going to say I remember every single champion from every single exact. You tell me, and I don't know the teams for sure. I'm looking. I have right now, I just pulled up the Wikipedia NBA champions, and I have the uh, the finals MVP. Let's go. But roughly, you should know the best players on each team. 100% I did. The uh, 1990 champions, Detroit Pistons. Yes. So Isaiah. Isaiah Thomas. Okay, all-time great. Yep. Jordan. Jordan. All-time great. Jordan. Akeem. One of the most underrated superstars in any sport. Two in a row for a king. Back to back. Jordan. Without Jordan, Jordan. Jordan. Yep. Tim Duncan. One of the all-time greats. Shaquille O'Neal. Basically a borderline top ten player all right. time. Shaquille O'Neal. All-time great. Shaquille O'Neal. All-time great. Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, Tim I'm not Duncan. sure about that guy. <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tim Duncan, yep, obviously. Chauncey Billups. That's, that's, the, your that's Pistons, the example of 2004. Yeah, but now this is an extreme outlier. I understand We're that. We're going from 1990 to all the way to 2004. 2004, Chauncey, 2005. Tim, Tim Duncan. Yeah, that's the Pistons team almost went back to back. They lost. Right. They could have won. They could have gone back to back. So Tim Duncan Correct. got it. They yep. lost to the Spurs. Yep. Then you have the Heat Mavericks. Okay. Where Dwayne Wade was the Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, and not a top ten. D Wade's a top twenty-ish all-time player. Yep. Now again, then you have the Spurs after. I mean, are you going to make the argument there that you could say that? Well, I mean. Could Jalen Brunson be what Dwayne Wade has been? I'm not trying to minimize Dwayne Wade. I know, I know what he's you're great, saying. But he's not Michael he's Jordan the one or Tim Duncan. He, yeah, he's not a top three player. Shaquille yeah. O'Neal or Olajuwon. Uh-huh. Going to get to Dirk eventually there with the Mavericks. Yeah, so All we got the, the next one was, where were we? Uh, the next one, the, oh, M- the finals MVP was Tony Parker, but the Spurs won again. Tim Duncan. Ginobili, sick bench, okay. great coach. Now yep. we got the Celtics-Lakers. Paul Pierce. Uh-huh. Paul Pierce not an all-time great. He's not an all-time great, but he had Kevin, but they, Gar- but he had Kevin Garnett right. next well, he's all, Kevin Garnett's also not, like, Michael Jordan. Again, we're, we're splitting Kevin hairs. Kevin Garnett's a top 30 player in the NBA history. Yeah, I, I believe. I think Kevin Garnett was amazing. Amazing, dude. You think better than Ewing? Yes. No way. He was. I think he was better than Patrick Ewing. I do. I'm not going that far. I, and okay. again, they were and loaded. I love Patrick. They they were loaded there with Garnett, Pierce. Um, they had a young Ray Rondo, Allen. great defensive player. Allen, uh, three point right. shooter. Okay. Kobe, Kobe, the man. Your Dirk is in there. Yep, the man. Uh, Dirk's a, a, a legit star himself. Superstar. Yeah, all time. Okay, all time great. Then you know LeBron, LeBron, yep, yep. Kawhi. I mean, he did it twice because he did it with the Raptors again. And yeah, the Warriors. Iguodala won the MVP. He did. Iguodala won that first one. Yep. LeBron again. Yep. KD with the Warriors, Warriors. twice won the Finals MVP. But again, it's the Warriors with mm-hmm. Steph Curry, really the best player. And there. KD's an all-time great. Who else? Yeah, but he's yeah. an all-time great. No, I, I understand it. Kawhi again. Yep. Raptors twenty. What was that? Twenty. Le- LeBron again. Uh, twenty nineteen. Nineteen. The Raptors. 19, yep. LeBron again in the bubble. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and it doesn't even really count yep. with the Lakers, but still. I got you. Giannis, Steph Curry, Jokic. Okay, so there's there's one non-all-time great in Chauncey. There's one who is not a top 10, top 15 player of all time by my counting well, of Dwayne D. Wade. Wade. Yeah. The Kawhi stuff is interesting. He's been floating a little bit. Even, you know, he's process him how you will. He's he's great. The point is, without it, without a, and you, you go back before 1990 if you want. You want me to look at that real quick? I mean, you can. I can tell uh, you the, the 80s was Bird, Bird and McHale, now, uh, Dwayne, Bird and McHale and Parrish. Dwayne Wade did have Shaq on that team. He did. Uh, I'm just looking there as well. He had Shaq. Yeah, 
Right. Now, was it Shaq? Vintage Shaq? Battier was on that team. No, Great defensive so, player. Uh, so you want me to go back to night, before 1990? You don't have to. Yeah, I mean, because no, I can curious. tell you, the early 80s, that Sixers team that won in 83 Pistons had Dr. Again. J and Moses Malone. Pistons again in 89. Yep. Joe, Joe Dumars won the finals MVP. You're yep. going to have to help me here because I'm not. I got you. James Worthy in 88 with not the Lakers. Not all times great, but, but a, still, the a, Lakers a, had magic, obviously. Yeah. Kareem was all. What year was that? 88. That was that was it. I think Kareem had just stepped. I don't even know. I think that was a more Eldon Campbell. Eighty-seven Magic. Yep. So Lakers again. Eighty-six Celtics with Celtics, Bird. Celtics. Celtics. Yep. Eighty-five Kareem. Uh huh. Lakers. Yep. Bird before that. Eighty-four. The Rockets played the Celtics, right? Eighty-four. Yeah, I want to say no. Eighty-four Lakers Celtics. Oh, Lakers Celtics. I mean, yeah, that's right. Earlier, uh, Rockets, enough, but that was, was Rockets was eighty-six. And but there's also one earlier with Finn with Fitch. Uh, that 81? was 80? That was eighty-six. No, there was also one like an eighty or eighty-one. The Rockets play with Ralph Sand. Yeah, 81. No, I'm just looking at the finals here. Who, so who plays for the NBA championship in 80-81? In when? 1981. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, 81, Rockets, Celtics. Yeah, yes. yeah. Hold on, what am I looking at? Here? I don't right. know. And 86, then, and then, yes, 82-81 was Rockets, and it says Del Harris was the coach there. Uh, Fitch for the Celtics, right. Yep, and 83, you had the Moses Malone, Dr. J, Cunningham, Andrew Tony, Mo Cheek, six Sixer squad, what which year was, was awesome. 83. Uh, yes, Moses Malone won the MVP I mean, that was, year. I mean, Moses Malone one of the best bigs of all time. Right, but weren't those better teams? That I mean, still, you talk about Magic Johnson, Kareem, Bird, for the most part. I don't know. So why bother then? If you're in the NBA and don't have one of the great players, Hall of Fame players of all time, you can't win. Well, So then why watch? And even if you do, you still might not win. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a depressing way to look at it, but factually, that's the way it, go- that's the way it goes. Jeff is calling from Long Island. What's up, Jeff? Gentlemen, how are you doing? How are you, Jeff? What's going on, buddy? Danny, you're my man, bro. You're my Brooklyn brother. Bullheaded clan. Yes, yes. <laughs> nice. Mr. Blockland's finest. Nice, Let's dude. go. You got me all juiced up playing that. Go New York, go New York, go. I just had to give you a call because I 100% agree with you at the end of games and I'm watching Julius Randle and I'm about to poop in my pants. You're worried. You're death. worried, man. You You're got worried. a guy that freaking, he leaves his feet to pass the ball so much. I'm like, dude, I coached high school basketball 15 years. I would freaking pull the kid off the off the court. Where'd you coach? Where'd Jeff, where'd you ball. coach? Excuse me? Where'd you co- what school did you coach at? At Bishop Lachlan. Bishop Lachlan. Oh, uh, Mark Jackson's school. Yeah, well, I was, I, I'm Mark Jackson's age, so I coached there uh, in the 2000s. I left in 2015 wow. was my last year. I got you. Okay, nice, nice. Keep going. Yeah, I mean, so, listen, so we love Randall. We respect him. We, we're yeah, happy he's I, here, but dude, the he guy works hard. Me. He reminds me of a kid that was at Lachlan when I was there, Javon Pinkston, who went to Villanova. Same type of player, Who? bull, strong as heck, you know, just dominated any Who? player that went against him. I, I can't, right, I can't do What's his name, Please. though? Which kid? Which kid from Nova? Javon, Javon Pinkston. I remember Pinkston. I got you. Yeah, yeah, I remember Javon so, well. Well, okay, so listen, so, you share what I'm saying. I appreciate the call there, Jeff. You're worried. And thank you for the call, Jeff. And I think that that – oh, you know what? i got to check real fast. I put this on social media earlier. And now I notice it's like X. You notice it's, that, Go ahead. What? When no. you go when you go to the Twitter and now it doesn't even say now it's officially says X. My app says X. All right. X. It's hard enough to find Stupid. an all-star and we're we we're go. just dismissing Randall as if he's some scrub. Meanwhile, the guy's been an all-star, he's gonna be three out of the four years. He is going to be one of the great Knicks when all said and done. Yep. Look, I mean, good luck finding better. That's what I'll say. You don't think Randall could do it? I'm not looking to get rid of him. Yeah. I'm not. That's it's it's a well, very good luck delicate finding better balance. because even if you're not looking to get rid of him, you got to find better. Yeah. So I tweeted this earlier, X did whatever mm-hmm. uh, earlier. Can the Knicks win a title with Randall as number two? 
And it's pretty close. I, I'll tell you, if last year the number would have been very different. So there's more and more of you, what I deduce from this, now latching on to the belief with Sal that it can happen. 53.6% of you say no, and 46.4% of you say yes. I think last year that's more like 70-30, no. Who do you think's the biggest roadblock team-wise for the Knicks? The biggest road In the I whole thi- league. Uh, for whatever reason, um, I, I I think the Bucks. And I know the Bucks are. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Good think, luck with Doc. He's gonna be the anchor for that. Oh, no, that's true. That, that's true. I don't think the Bucks are the best team. I think they might be the worst matchup for the Knicks. Like I, for whatever reason, especially now with OG. All right, OG. You see Jason Tatum over there. He's gonna get his. Don't let him go bonkers. You know, make him somewhat inefficient. The Knicks can do that. They've got the personnel. Even Randall on Jalen Brown. He could push him around. Even though Brown's tough, but he could push him around. He could reciprocate that. Make him work for his points. I, I'm okay with the Celtics matchup. I'm definitely okay with the Heat matchup. I'm definitely okay with the Philadelphia 76er matchup. The just the Giannis and the Lopez stepping out on the seven foot of hitting mm-hmm. threes and Dame. I just, nobody I in the West more so. I'm just thinking to get yeah. there. Okay, the West. I mean, nobody on the Knicks is stopping Jokic. I don't care if Mitchell Robinson comes back and it's Hartenstein and Jokic play together. Jokic is unstoppable. I don't know. Mitch could shut him down. He's unstoppable. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 